Welcome to Better Health for Women and Men. I am your host, Lady Michelle. I am here with Miss Peggy. Can you hear me, Peggy? I do hear you. Hi. Thank you, Thank you Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, sweet Jesus. Oh, oh my God, you guys have no idea what we've been going through. I'm serious, I'm serious. But anyway, like I say, welcome to Better Health for Women and Men. I am your host, Lady Michelle. I am so honored to have a lady that I just met here a week ago, and I love her spirit. She is the founder of, uh, let me find a page, I just had a page. <laughs> oh my God, she is the founder of the, um, Peggy Seaford, so charge your life, supercharge your life. I do apologize, and I'm just, I'm just excited for her to be here. Oh my Jesus! And today we're going to talk about anxiety and a lot of different things. But Peggy, before we get started, I would like to ask you, how did you start this, this, this movement dealing with anxiety? <laughs> well, first of all, uh, Lady Michelle, let me just first say how delighted I am to be here and to finally be connected. I feel like there are seven planets in retrograde right now, and I think it's affecting our electronic connectivity because we certainly had a struggle trying to get connected. So to start with my story, it really began with my own challenges and at a very early age in my early 20s I actually had a nervous breakdown so I was suffering anxiety depression and outwardly I should have been having an incredible life I was living in New York City's Greenwich Village had a great apartment was working as a journalist writing for the New York Times and I should have been on top of the world and instead I was on the bottom of the world and so over the years I had to find ways to manage my own anxiety and as I found solutions in all of my trainings in both Eastern and Western traditions and I'm certified in so many different things I felt that others could benefit from what I've learned and I literally wanted to stand on rooftops and shout out to the world I have some solutions because what I discovered most importantly is that you get into a pattern of stress and anxiety and you neurologically keep defaulting back to that pattern as you face things as you get triggered so for me it was really fascinating to learn some of the esoteric traditions things yoga meditation mindfulness reconnective healing energy medicines and then learn more scientific approaches in understanding neurosciences and neurolinguistic programming and functional medicine and functional nutrition. So my work is really now a blend of so many different ways of managing our biology, our psychology, our emotional and physical well-being. Oh, wow. I love that. I love it. Because, you know, just like you and I was talking the other day, um, <laughs> When you start dealing in that neurology stuff, you, oh my God, it gives me a headache to even think about it. <laughs> because <laughs> I know. It, because it is so much, you know, my father, he was a bishop. And I never will forget this. I never will forget it. I never forget this. Oh my God, I never will forget it. We had just moved to Florida. 
and him, he was teaching theology and he said, baby, he said, there are seven layers to the brain. And I kid you not, I hung the phone up on him. And when he, and like I called him back, he just bust out laughing. I said, man, you made my head hurt. I can just only comprehend one layer, no less than have seven layers. Oh my Jesus, it, it, it is a lot, it's a lot. Now, if you don't mind, tell us how, you know, if, if a person wanted to get into what you are doing now, how could they go about doing it? That's a really great question. I don't think anybody has really followed uh, a path like mine because I'm so curious and have such a sort of scientific approach to everything I do. And yet I'm very uh, able to feel intuitively through clairsentience and, and other aspects of just myself. So I've studied in so many different traditions that most people would not take the time to look into. But I started really with yoga and working with a world-renowned yogi master. And he connected me to a place within myself that it sort of seemed familiar, but I had lost that connection. And he reconnected me. And that was really empowering and changed my way of thinking. But I wanted to understand what that place inside myself was and why it felt so esoteric. So I wanted to understand the science of it and I began studying all of these other areas. So for someone who wants to get into this field, the best advice I can give is to first of all, be passionate about wanting to help others. It's really about being motivated to give more than you get and oftentimes I think so many people who I talk to who are, who are personal development coaches or life coaches or are in this field, they come to it from their own adversity, from their own challenges. And that makes them more empathetic and more compassionate to others. And I think it's important to have those qualities. It's also really important to be able to listen, to truly hear what someone is saying, because oftentimes the words they use are not really deeply what they're feeling. So it's important to be able to really understand communication. So through gestures, through the way words are phrased, through just many aspects of just our natural communication techniques, but being able to be sensitized to see and respond to things. So it takes a lot of elements, but I think the very first and most important is to really feel compelled to want to help others. You know, yesterday I received a, um, a message from a, a guy that I'm planning on doing an interview with, and his specialty is worry. And he was saying something. He said, you know, I went on your website and I listened to some of your shows. And he said, this is this is needed. And as I was looking at your um your 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 seven day uh, detox, I love what you had in there. And you and you said you're like you're just like me. Excuse me. Talk to your doctors before you do anything. And I love that because you have a lot of people, especially if you go on YouTube, you know, they just throwing out all kinds of information out there. And it's like, are you serious? Are you really serious? And this is where a lot of people get so confused that because it's like 
wait a minute, they're saying this one thing and they're saying that. And, you know, to give you a, a, a good example, someone on YouTube has sat down and said, if you eat a, a clove of garlic, I think three cloves of garlic a day, you will not get the coronavirus. And I'm like, are you, you, you th- thank you, Peco. You did the same thing I did. I'm like, are you serious? You know, because that can eat your stomach up. And I love what you said in your in your in your website, because I study your website, and you said consult with your doctors, and that is so very true. That's just like with yoga. I love yoga. I love it, I love it, I love it because it helps my back. And a lot of people, you know, they go into the supernatural. But me, I don't even go into all that. I just do what I gotta do and leave it alone because it, <laughs> it helps my back and everything and stuff. But um, I'm, I'm like I told you, I'm just gonna leave this floor open, this platform open for you to just go on and and I'm just gonna sit back while you teach us because, <laughs> yes because this is I love look girl look I love you you know that this is especially you know I'm gonna share something with you I'm a Christian and God is such an awesome God because the guys I'm planning on doing the interview with tomorrow he works he works with um HGTV and just listening to you talking about the New York Times, and it's like, oh my God, God is just like giving me people that that is really on fire and really know what they're talking about, and I am so blessed. I am so blessed. So I'm just gonna sit back here, cross my legs. I ain't got no more coffee, but <laughs> and, just, and just let you go on with this. Just just teach us. Just teach us. Well, first of all, I I think it's so amazing that we have connected you and I and are connecting with your audience. And truly, I just feel that we are all connected. And I think we've learned that through this COVID-19 more than anything on a global level, how we are all interconnected. And so I believe that we are the best resources for one another. And there are certain skills that I do feel we can learn to be even better, to be more resilient, to be more adaptable, and especially right now going through these mega crises that deal with our health, deal with our pocketbooks, you know, our financial security, and deal with just uncertainties of our future, what's coming next. And it makes for a lot of people being uh, very uncomfortable and when people are stressed or full of anxiety, they very often compromise their immune systems and they end up getting sick. And so obviously right now that's the last thing we want to encourage. So it's really important to address the things that are making you feel stressed and come up with the skills and techniques to help address them and help you feel better. And that's the thing is that yes, you need to do it with medical guidance if you are dealing with specific health issues, but it's also about really looking within yourself in terms of selecting tools and techniques and skill building that really resonates with you, that works with what your belief system is, what your lifestyle is, but make good choices at every step along the way. So it is about like my seven day food strategy program, which I offer on my website for free, 
really helps you learn how to eat healthfully because food is medicine. Food is really important to power our bodies biologically and allow us to function more optimally. So it's really important to make good choices. And what often happens when we are stressed, we don't sleep very well. And that actually causes us to eat more. We tend to gain weight because we crave carbohydrates. And one of the things that I really stress and why I created the seven day program is because I am constantly getting addicted to sugar. And sugar is probably one of the least beneficial items you could eat in the entire world. Sugar is actually more addictive than cocaine, eight times more addictive than cocaine. And what it does is it lights up that pleasure center, which we all want to feel good, but then you keep wanting to light up that pleasure center. So you start craving more and more sugar and you get addicted. And so it's really important, especially when we're stressed to really pay attention to what things we're eating and to try to really cut down and minimize on the amount of sugar. But the other areas, of course, are things like just dealing with everyday challenges. And especially, as I say right now, during the challenges that all of us are facing, you know, there's a certain aspect that's positive about that in that we're all in this together so we can support one another. But individually, we have to make choices on how to mitigate those moments of stress. And so one of the very basic things that people can do is become aware that they're feeling stressed or anxious instead of just pushing it away and powering through it to really recognize what that feels like because it's really doing harmful things to your body if you're holding on to stress and anxiety chronically. So you want to become aware and the real key thing is to take a pause. I call it a productivity pause or a timeout from worrying, from thinking all of these negative thoughts. And so the timeout could literally just be taking a nice full deep breath and just breathing slow and steady to calm down your nervous system. Or it could be doing a five minute meditation or, and again, I have lots of free programs on my website and one of them is uh, you can access it by going to three minutes to de-stress.com and it's the numeral three or you can go to my website at peggysealfon.com and it's S as in Sam, E-A-L, F as in Frank, O-N as in Nancy. And if you go into programs, I have many things there including the seven-day program but you can also... I love the gratitude meditation and I, I recorded that right at the beginning of COVID for myself and I've literally been using that myself every day. It's only 14 minutes, but I do it first thing in the morning and it helps me set up my day in a place of gratitude, in learning how to be present, really functioning in the now. Most worry is about something that's going to happen, hasn't happened yet. So if you come back to the now, just as you and I right now are on this exchange, on this call together, we are present in this moment. We're not worrying about well, what's happening later. What am I going to do if we're just right here right now, connecting and listening to one another and being part of this podcast. 
So it's really important to learn how to be present. Uh, we, it's a gift to learn that skill because in the moment that you can be totally present and accept what is at, as is, you can in that moment let go of worry, let go of fears, and just be. And that takes a little bit of a skill. It's a muscle building process. But again, by doing some of the programs that I've made available, again, at no cost, it will help to take those little timeouts. And just the three-minute one, I mean, who doesn't have three minutes? And if it can help you feel better, why wouldn't you want to do it? And here's the real beauty of it is by taking these time outs, you actually are giving yourself expanded time. You can do more with less effort because instead of seeing problems by taking these time outs, you see solutions. Your body and mind function more optimally. So you can do so much more with so much less effort. You can manage those kids being at home all the time. You can manage <laughs> losing your job because now you can think more creatively. Okay, wait, what do I want to do now? I've lost that job. So I can take a moment here to think about what do I want to do? And when and you find so things that you can work at, that you're passionate about and make money at, you never feel like you're working and you just feel like these rewards are flowing in. Have you had that experience? Oh my God, Peggy. This, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm just listening. I'm soaking this in because what you're saying, it is so true that you can take a bad situation and make a good situation out of it. You know, it's like it, you said something about the meditation because I created a meditation as well when COVID first hit First, first hit, I said, God, let me create some because I know everybody's going to be going crazy. And what I did, I just, I just, I don't know. I just, like I said, I am a, I am a Christian. So just bear along with me. I just allowed the Holy Spirit to just, just, just help me with it. Because a lot of times we, as people, as human beings, we, we get so anxious. And when we start getting anxious, we start adding more problems then what is really worth if it makes any sense. And if you take that time out, like you said, to take a deep breath, just breathe. That's all you got to do is just breathe. And when you do that, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, and really just doing slow, deep breathing. Most people who are stressed yes. and nervous tend to breathe very shallowly. So yes, actually 70% of the body's toxins are released through our breath. So if you're breathing shallowly, guess what? You've got all these toxins building up in your body. So just by pausing for a minute to take some slow, deep breaths mm -hmm. and especially mm -hmm exhaling longer than each inhalation that really mm -hmm. activates the parasympathetic nervous system and helps you calm down more easily and helps you function better so you can function more creatively so you can feel better you can feel those feel good endorphins being released yes, and it just yes, takes some practice dopamine. because most people yes. when they're nervous don't remember what to do they're too nervous yes. to think about what to do so if you practice this just once a day for a couple of minutes hopefully after a few days or a few weeks you'll begin to default to remembering wait i can do that breathing exercise and i know i feel better when i do that so that's what i'm going to yes. do Yes. And and not only that, one of the things also, now, 
in my bedroom, I don't I don't have a TV in my bedroom because I'm telling you the reason why. That is my sanctuary. Perfect. That is my sanctuary. That that I can sit in that room, I can meditate. Or I can just, you know, well, with me being in school, I mostly do most of my school work up in there and everything. But I can, I can just meditate and just think. That's where creativity comes through. You can be creative. You can do a lot of things. And when you shut down from the outside world, now, now this might sound silly, but I'm gonna be honest with you. Just talking with you and we doing this, I feel like that I'm in my dopamine is up, and I feel like that I'm in a totally different world. Absolutely. And that's the thing. We create our own world. And what you do with your bedroom is really important. And a lot of people don't. And bedrooms really are that place to restore, renew, get good quality sleep or have sex. Those are the only functions that should happen in a bedroom. And too many people do have electronics and TVs. And I'll tell you a quick story about a woman who had serious anxiety issues and she could not understand why she was so anxious because she felt like she had a perfect life. She had a loving husband. She had a great job, great kids, but every morning she would wake up totally anxious. And she finally sought some help and determined that what was creating her anxiety was that her husband would watch these TV movies while she was sleeping. And she said, well, you know, that couldn't affect me. I was sleeping, but your hearing doesn't stop. And they were shoot them up, bang them up, screeching breaks. And so her nervous system was responding to all these external sounds and she would wake up in the morning, a nervous wreck. So really important to have some quiet time. The bedroom should be a place to really just be at peace and give yourself a time out. Now, a lot of people with all these anxieties and stresses have trouble sleeping. And so once again, if you practice some of these meditation techniques, some of these breathing techniques, you can use them if you're having difficulty sleeping at night to help get you into that sleep state, to help slow everything down so that you can be calmer tune out the thoughts. And I I often with my clients, I suggest, you know, give yourself permission to have a half hour of not worrying. For one half hour, stop the worry. And just give yourself permission to take a time out. A lot of people feel like, no, I have to keep thinking and coming up with a solution. But if you take time away, and even just 10 minutes, you can come back to the problem you're perceiving as a problem, and you can find much easier solutions. So really important to have these skills and to practice them like you would if you want to build your muscles in your body, you'd work out all the time, right? You don't just do it once and go, okay, that's it. I'm fit. So this is the same kind of approach. I also have a program called Supercharge Your Life, which you had mentioned at the outset. And um, that's also available from my website, or you can go to mytripwell.com. And they're actually offering it at half price. And it has so many different skills. There are seven different classes that are part of that series. And it's really valuable in terms of being being able to learn a lot of different techniques quickly. And then pick one or two that resonate with you that you can use on a daily basis. And that's the Mm -hmm. thing is starting to condition 
mentally, physically, emotionally, how to manage each moment and to be able to show up in a way that's more inspiring, you're more motivated, you're healthier, and you just feel better. And you have more to give to others because you're so filled up and feeling so good. And that's the truth, Peggy, because the simple fact is this, is that I went, on, I went on that site and I'm like, wow, <laughs> she got this thing rolling. Um, but what you're saying is, is so true because we as people, and like I say, when you go on YouTube, there is so much, oh my God, there is so much, da-da-da-da-da-da-da, and it's like, you know, a lot of people get so confused, and I'm going to say this to my audience, because also, Peggy, I'm going to put your link in my in, in, a, in our Better Health for Women and Men magazine, and everything stuff, because awesome. I'm Thank say, you. Yes, ma'am, I want to say this to, to, to the people. I endorse this lady 100% because when she reached out to me, she didn't cut me down. She didn't do anything. She, she, she hear me out. She heard me out. Excuse me. And then when I went on her website, I knew there was more to her than what meets the eye. I mean, I, I could see the website was, was up to date, but I said, this lady has got some type of a journalism background. <laughs> I, can, I can tell that. I could tell that because, like, I, I think I shared a story with you. I taken care of my mother for seven years and I was in school for journalism. And it, we know each other. You, 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 you know each other. And when I seen that, I said, but no, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to out say something that I messed, that I messed myself up. But I said, this, there's more behind this lady than what meets the eye. And I want to say this to everybody that's listening to this show too. I want you guys to hop on her website. She has a lot of free content and I, what I love about her, she's not only working with the rich but she's working with the poor and this is what i love about because a lot of these companies they don't do that they they don't do that you know they just all for bye 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 but she has a lot of free stuff and like i say i'm signing i signed up for the seven the the detoxing i signed up for that now i want to ask you a question if you don't mind i was looking on i was looking on the site for the seven day detox and my family, and they're going to be listening to this show, so I'm, I'm, that's the reason I'm bringing it up. What is wrong with us eating sunflower seeds? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with sunflower seeds. Okay, because I didn't see it on the list. Um, when I was looking on it, I'm like, where's the sunflower seeds? Is it wrong? <laughs> um, I, it's, I may have not included every last item, but sunflower seeds are fine unless you have you know, um, any kind of diverticulitis or something like that, then you're not going to want to have seeds because that can contribute to blockages. So, you know, it just depends what your health is, what you're dealing with. But I do want to just thank you for what you said, because I feel like you really perceived my deep persona in terms of what I'm about. And I'm so much about wanting to give and help others. And I actually had an aha moment that I haven't shared with anyone in the middle of COVID. I realized that I was offering more and more programs. I was doing YouTubes and all of that. And I realized that that was my greatest joy 
is when I can feel that I'm helping others. And of course, the work that I do is all about that. And it gives me such pleasure and satisfaction to know that I've lifted someone else up. I wish I had had someone like me when I was struggling because I didn't. I was bounced off of one psychiatrist to another, put on all sorts of medications that really compromised my well-being because they were antidepressants and I was always very thin oh and active and full of energy and it just slowed me down I put on weight I felt worse so I I just feel that so often we don't seem to get connected to the resources that can help us inside our own bodies with good choices be better than anything that we could take from the outside. And the other thing I just want to point out is that, especially as we go through all of the challenges with the coronavirus, we cannot change external circumstances. They are what they are. What we can change is how we react to them and how we deal with them, how we mitigate them, how we overcome them. And it's really, again, about building resilience and mindfulness to really work on well-building, on well-being. And it, it is a building block. I mean, it takes a little bit of time and effort, but it is so worth it because it's, it's, you know, skills you can use for the rest of your life, not just for this moment in time. And that's so, that is, that is so true, Peg. That is so true. I, um, like I say, I, I want to bring you back. I want to bring you back. I want to bring you back because you, this, oh my God, this is such awesome. This is good information. Now you're on YouTube. What is your YouTube handle? Just my name, Peggy Silfon. Okay, because I'm definitely going to go on there. <laughs> I, I'm definitely going to go on there and everything and stuff. And I just want to say, I just I just want to thank God. I really do. I just want to thank God because I was feeling kind of down because we kept having all these problems. And I'm like saying, please, God, please, 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 please. I thank God for allowing me to have this opportunity to to interview you. It is such an honor and a, a privilege more than anything in this world. And I, I just thank God, I really do. I'm so grateful, so grateful, so grateful. And because, I am as well for having this opportunity to be with you. And yes, here's yes, one other yes. thing to just mention, gratitude is such a high vibrational frequency and any moment that you're feeling down or you're feeling pain if you can pause and just put your hands in front of your heart and in a like a prayer position and just think of one thing in that moment that you're grateful for it will change how you're feeling it literally changes the chemistry in your body the electrical impulses in your brain so just taking a moment of gratitude so thank you for sharing that and i am grateful for you to have this opportunity to just reach people with hopefully opportunities that will help them be better yes Yes. And like I say, once again, I welcome each one of everyone to Better Health for Women and Men. I am your host, Lady Michelle. And until tomorrow, thank you for joining Miss Peggy. Thank you so very much. And I'm going to put everything in the description box and we going, we, we just going, we going to go through this thing together. I love you guys. Signing off. Thank you, Miss Peggy. Take care of yourself. Sending love and light. Thank you.